The man of the moment, Dean Watling. You can follow him at deanwatling.com. He's a star, joins me every Friday. Hello to you, Dino. Morning, Milo. How are you going on Friday? Uh, not too bad. I'm just looking forward to the heat that I'll cop again for taking on Imperatrice. But, oh, look, she can win, of course, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mate, I want to start off the top before we get into the best bets. We've got some big clashes of big horses here at Ramwick. I want to start in the first race, Shangri-La v. Switzerland. Um, Shangri-La's a, a serious, serious cult. I mean, Switzerland, from what we've seen, the Schnitzel cult, uh, he, that win was superb, um, beating Castagna, just, just spanked them. How do you separate two two-year-old cults like this? Yeah, it's a conundrum we come up with. I think if you can figure it out, get in on the text line or message in because I would love some help. I think the, the way I've sorted out in my brain is I think it's a massive advantage for two-year-olds to have a preparation under their belt, a spell and come back. I think you get sort of half a length to a length advantage. You've got to be a really, really smart two-year-old to sort of go through all these two-year-old features and win them in your first preparation. I know Shinzo did it last year and Switzerland's in a similar mould, but... I just think Shangri-La Express, which we've seen over the last couple of weeks, I think last week's a good example. Bodyguard, he had that win, spell come back and was able to beat High Octane, albeit didn't have the best run. Heisugi was a perfect example as well. So they've sort of been dominating those horses that have that run race experience and then come back. So that's why I've separated. I had Shangri-La Express on top and I thought it should be favourite. I think Switzerland will be the better horse long term. Um, but I just think the, the way the race sets up, small field, lack of tempo, I think Shangri-La Express will be fit, ready to go up on speed. So good contest. I think enriched, trialled as good, if not better than Shangri-La Express as well. And then fly, fly down the bottom of the page. You would remember the Dan, Milo. Dawn, Dawn was a really smart man. I'm sure you would have backed it a couple of times as well. Uh, Dawn, Dawn, a trapeze artist for fly, fly. Yeah, not off the top of my head, but I'll go and have a look. Yellow but silks. I'm a bit sleep deprived today. <laughs> hey, can we go to race five, the James Squire Expressway? I'll put the question out to the dabblers and to the SEN track listeners today about the lockout of Buenos Nachos, Jimmy Starr and Imperatrice for the weekend. And a lot of people have come up with Buenos Nachos. It looks like it's got this race at its mercy. Yeah, I think it does. Um, it's really, really hard to go against it. I think the only query is the price, and that's probably why I'm against it. I just can't chime into the odds. I know... As soon as they put up the, the price, they went bang. So that tells you the smarties, everyone's involved. What I like about this horse is a small field doesn't really matter to him. He's got to turn a foot. So if they go slow, he'll just out sprinting. I think the way you beat him is you sort of flick up from the 600, get him out of his comfort zone and hopefully pinch it. And I've just got gold mile on top because of the price. I think there shouldn't be such a big gap. I think you tie in Buenos Aires with Imperatriz, you can tie in gold a mile who was only length off Imperatriz and Torres first up um, in the autumn uh, last year in the uh, Canterbury Stakes. So I do concede Buenos not just better horse, but it's the theme of the day. I just can't take the prof. I just much prefer to back Golden Mile at a bigger odds here. And um, sort of you can go probably each way if you really wanted to as well. Uh, in race six, um, this is an interesting one. Uh, Dallo makes a good point. He said there's got to be mail around for Say Majik for Tommy and Dino to be tipping it as one of their best. He said the distance and good track records, ferocious in the words of Tags. Um, the good track record for the horse isn't great. I, I thought Alentia first up might have been some hope, but I'm not going to rule out Samana that's on a Coolmore path. Yep, I think you've nailed the three that can probably win the race. Um, I've loved the trial of Samajik. I think the, she's come back better than ever. And we did get rain overnight. The track's around a soft six at the moment. 
Um, I think he'll get back to soft fire by tomorrow, but I think it's going to be rain around the rest of the day as well. So I think that helps, Dame Majeet. Uh, the thing with Valencia is if she turns up and does what she did first up in the spring, she just wins this race. It's as simple as that. But we know she's a mare who can mix her form. I think on her best day, she's a group one horse, but um, it's few and far between. So trials have been good. First trial, no blinkers. Second trial, blinkers, and she rocketed. She wears the blinkers on race day. And, yeah, Samana, really good last start. I think the knock maybe for her mile is back to 1,200 metres was my only concern. Has had the gap between runs, but I had Samajik on top. Love the jump out. So I think she's come back one to two lengths better. And um, Alentia, very close second. You could probably back both there and have a Tommy Tuvet play as well if you wanted to. Yeah, I've done that. The same thing, though, but with Alentia and Samana for the two play. Uh, mm-hmm. The Apollo, I-, I won't be backing anything in this. Absolutely no bet race. Maybe Lindemann at the overs. Fangirl can win. Militarise can win. Um, uh, think it over can win. Wouldn't surprise me if Cascadian did. Buckaroo's under the odds. And the only thoughts that can't win this is Arapaho and Navajo Peak. Yep, and they'll probably come out and win and make us all yep. like fools. Correct. So, I agree. It is a, it's pretty much watch and learn and see who's come back for the autumn setup. Oh, I couldn't take the price again, Fangirl. I know it's becoming a bit of a broken record, but with a wettish track, she's going to get back. Yes, she's the best horse in the race. I do can see that, but you've got to be a little bit switched on and figure out if you want to take that price. Is she going to start shorter? I'd suggest she probably starts longer. If I could suggest a bet in the race, I think Thicket Over is probably the one who's got a little bit of juice in his price. He's going to be on speed, loves wet, dry, anything. Um, and his trial's been really good. I know Kerry Parker suggested he may need to run this time in, um, but I don't think you can underrate the tenacity of that horse. So I agree, Milo. Sit back, grab another beer, and maybe learn a little bit for the autumn. Let's go to race eight, the light fingers. Now, we told everyone to get on learn, Tis Invincible and learning to fly in the surround. You should have got the, the, the overs essentially there. Um, they're now $4 and $4.40 here. I've got Tiz on top because I have to go that way. Oh, I'm just following her everywhere. Uh, learning to fly, only danger and a saver. Yep, oh, I agree with you. Oh, I found it's really hard to pick between Tiz, learning to fly, and even Mumbai Muse I threw in there. I thought if anyone's at a price out of those three, probably Mumbai Muse could be a touch short of it. I think the big thing for Tiz Invincible in this race, there's no real speed. Yes, uh, she draws gate 12, but she showed us in the autumn that she does uh, in the spring, sorry, that she does have tactical speed. So learning fly might have that too, but the horse off a massive layoff, do you want to blow it up and roll forward and potentially be wide? I doubt it. Uh, she has had three trials and he may be ring rusty, but she's invincible on top from learning to fly. And I think Mumbai News is the map horse, Gate 4, Tommy Berry, Michael Friedman. I think you can't leave that horse out. But what a race, Milo. I think this is probably one of the races of the day. Uh, your best at Ramwick. And what I might do is I'll flick over to... No, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll take you right through. Take the news late. Your best at Ramwick before I ask you about Flemington. Yep, race five, number three, Golden Mile. I'll be having a good each-way bet. Race six, number four, say Majik is my best bet. And race 10, Time Quest. I really like this horse from Matty Smith. I think they're the three best there. Oh, sorry. And race one, that is my best. Sorry, race one, number one, Shangri-La Express. Um, I think he should be favourite, and I think we'll get the job done in the first. And all of those available on your double profile, of course. You'll have your multis up for the day as well as you always do. Let's turn our attention to Flemington. I just want to play this. This is what Mark Walker had to say about Imperatrice, uh, and then I want to get your thoughts on the race. No, we've had time to have two jump out, so no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's a problem at all. No. So, do you think she'll be in the same form that we saw her as she headed out for a bit of a break after, like I watched that performance there again in that Champion Sprint? You nearly had to to see it to believe it. They don't do what she did there on that day. 
So you, how long have you been in Victoria having a look at her now? Uh, since Sunday. So okay, yeah. I was over after the Magic Million sales and obviously had to go home for Karaka and I've been back uh, a week. Mark Walker there on Imperatrice. He's hopeful that the horse can return to its level of form. Dino, how are you seeing this race? Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Oh, I think um, it's interesting. In secret, obviously, doesn't line up. So, potentially, Imperatrice doesn't have to be that sort of top let end to, to win this race. Maybe she can be length or two off her best to win it. I still think she's under the odds. Uh, what you got to figure out in your mind here is it's all about price. We're never potting the horse personally. Um, I would say her trial recently was concerning for me and concerning enough that I'm going to sit this race out and not back her. That's not me saying that she can't win. I just can't. Um, chime into the price. I think she'll start longer as well. I think if you're going to have a bet in the race, think Private Eye is potentially the one. Joe Pride loves to loves to have his horses ready to go fresh, and he wouldn't have liked the chat around in Coatridge being the best springer in the land. So I think Private Eye would be tip-top ready to go here, Milo, um, to be winning the Black Caviar a lot in first up. Yeah, I've, I've got I'm unstoppable and Private Eye. I'm just going to back small. Uh, if I get beaten by her, I get beaten by her. Someone asked off the text, mm. what price would you would Imperatrice have to be for you to have a bet? Um I'm, I'm, I just didn't like the trial. I'm, I'm, if I, take away the fact she's a superstar, if it was any other horse, I'd probably I'd be taking it on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I would probably lean the way to like 240, 250, something around there I could chime in. Like I said, uh, if in second, a couple of others were here and she was the same price, I think you could probably pot her even more. But they're not here, so it's a little bit easier for her. But in saying that, yeah, I couldn't back her anything. I'm probably below 240, 250 more. Very quickly, your best at Flemington? Um, really hard day for a best. I'll give it best each way there. I think race seven, number five, ten house around twenty dollars and five dollars. <laughs> best each oh, way no. there. Oh, oh, I love this. Oh, no. Oh, my best is King Colorado. Yeah, well, maybe you win, Milo, and I'll run second. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. I'll be happy with that. Hey, Dino, we can get all your multis up on your dabble profile and your bets for tomorrow. They can go and click the follow button for Dean Watling or go to deanwatling.com.au. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thanks, Legend. Cheers.